0: Get ready to rock!
1: Welcome to our G R T R at twenty podcast series. Back in 2010, Joe Bonamassa's star was in the ascendancy, and we chatted to him in May of that year. Hi, Dave. Oh, hi. I realised, Joe, it, uh, it's roughly, almost exactly twelve months since we last spoke, and uh, that was in June last year when you were recording your current album.
2: That's right. We were in Santorini.
1: Yes, and I was very jealous actually, but it was obviously not really. It was a working thing for you, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> it was a
2: lot of hard work. Yeah, it was like it was a it was a five week vacation for some, and it was a a lot of work for others, and some of them kind of split the difference.
1: You remember, it was a bad line there because you're on an island. Um, oh
2: yeah, we, we were lucky. We had electricity.
1: Yeah, I mean, quite, but but quite a marvelous place to record. I would have thought, really.
2: It was a great experience. I mean, like we had like, you know, I mean, again, it was, in some cases it was paradise and in some cases it was, it was a sobering um, place to be because you have no, very little phone, you know, very little internet if you had it and sometimes the power was in and out, but um, (laughs) it was, it was great because it it gave the album a focus that, that it didn't have, you know.
1: Now, um, we mentioned, of course, when we spoke last year that it was something of um, a landmark year for you with, um, again, almost 12 months to the day we had uh, the Albert Hall gig. Um, Now, this year you've had the Breakthrough Artist Award in in the classic rock magazine. Uh, you're, You're touring constantly now. You've had the new album out. Um, yeah. I mean, you're like, for my generation really And, uh, you know, you can probably gather I'm in in the 50s now uh, You're like one of the modern superstars of guitar Well, having, nice. Yeah, well, well, you are I mean, and I think people are recognising that Even if they were perhaps slow to pick up on that, you know, over the years And I'm just fascinated to know how you regard this What you might call a breakthrough Because, I mean, I think it's more difficult these days Than it perhaps even was five or six years ago you know, it's incredible to see where, you know, from where you've come. And I was just wondering if you could go back to the early days of your career. And what was your objective? Because I know you started playing the guitar, if you like, publicly at quite an early age. I mean, you were playing in your in your early teens, weren't you?
2: Yeah, I mean, we, we've, we've, the, the interesting thing about my career path is everything has happened for a reason. It's been like the ultimate tortoise in the hare, you know, kind of analogy. It's been one of those things where we slowly just record after record, show after show, and we've kind of slowly built it up. And it, you know, there wasn't that one moment where I went from obscurity to to you know worldwide fame. And I think for me, it's like we've always tried to make music for the right reasons, just stuff we like, unapologetically, and hopefully people will will will. You know, come out to the gigs, and I think it's been that kind of approach that's really helped us. You know, Um, there's a lot of great guitar players out there now. I mean, there's 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 tons of them, and they're getting younger and younger. Either that, or I'm getting older and older, and they're staying the same. (laughs) I I think. Ah, probably a bit
1: of us as well, isn't it? Really. I mean,
2: oh, I'm 18. Hi, I'm 17. Hi, I'm 20. Jesus, I'm 33. I'm going, dude. (laughs) You know, don't you people age? I do. (laughs) Every lap around the sun, I get one year older. But um, you know. So to me, it's like I'm really encouraged by what I'm seeing because there are a bunch of young kids starting to play now, and there are they are playing rooted music. They're playing blues. They're playing rock. They're playing the, an amalgamation of the two. So I really, you know, that's very encouraging, you know, and um, and I, you know, I'm glad to have been a very very small part of that resurgence.
1: Oh, I'm sure you've been an inspiration, Joe. Yeah. Now, did you have a, a sort of mentor figure when you started out, or have you continued to have a mentor figure? Do you think that's important for musicians generally to have someone who's spurring you on and encouraging you? And you know,
0: yeah.
2: My father was a a, a big mentor. He was the one that always encouraged, but was always very he's always very honest about the playing and, and, you know, never sugarcoat anything, but he was also very encouraging at the same time. still is. Yes. B.B. Um, B. King, I've kind of modeled my whole career after.
0: Huh. You
2: know, going, here's a guy, been at the top of this game for 60 years. You know, is able to go out and play big venues. Arguably, are they the massive stadiums? No, but he always kept it in a, he always played it conservatively and, and, and always filled the rooms that he played and made a has made a very good living just doing that playing to his core fan base and then watching that fan base pass it down to the second generation and then watching that fan base pass it down to a third generation so in his shows you you see mom and dad grandma and grandpa you know son and daughter
1: it's amazing you know? isn't it yeah and it's
2: an amazing it's amazing it's an amazing sight to see and his music has touched each generation in a different way, but he's put in the work and he's reaping the benefits to it. A career that I'd like to have.
1: Oh, yeah. And it must have been great uh, featuring him on the current album as well, on the track Nightlife.
2: Yeah, I mean, 20 yeah. years I've known the man and I've never asked him for anything. And I, You know, after Mr. Clapton showed up at the Albert Hall, I was kind of on a roll and I had a bit of a, bit of a confidence boost, you know, a B12 shot of confidence. And I happened to run into B.B. in in, uh, in Rotterdam when we played North Sea jazz and I was sitting on his bus for like an hour and we're just, you know, talking as we as we've done, you know, we're always asking about girls and more stuff about girls and you know, he, he's a guy. And um he uh I just happened to say, you know, like I'm doing a new album in Santorini and Centerian. Yeah, by sentient track would you you know, noodle a bat on it, you know, just put your noodly bits on. And he's he was like, "Yeah, I'll do that. No problem." So, yeah. So in December of last year, he went in the studio in Vegas and sang and played some noodle, you know, noodle stuff on there. And it was great.
1: The icing on the cake for you last year, wasn't it, with uh, your oh, Albert yeah. Hall appearance with Eric Clapton, and then of course BB B. King. It's fantastic, really.
2: Steve Winwood, that was another thrill. I mean, oh like, yes, of course. We did Low Spark of High Heel Boys and and um, and Crossroads with Steve Winwood. I was like that was like ace.
1: Yes. I mean it's like paying your dues isn't it F- from your point of view for for to these artists who you've grown up with and you've listened to the music and it we can obviously hear those influences in uh, a number of your albums but but Joe going back to the guitar playing um do you ever feel on a personal level you know how much better can I get playing this instrument you know do, do you ever worry that um, I mean how would you see guitar playing is it something that do you think that will Um, you you will get better over a period or or do you worry sometimes that you might, you know, uh, you've done your stuff and really it's just a matter of refining it, you know?
0: Well,
2: I think at the end of the day, there's no better example to look at other than the guy named Jeff Beck who has reinvented himself for the last four decades and become the top guitar player in each decade in a different, completely different style of playing. Yes. So, there's a guy that I look up to for that reason because he's also a guy, you know, who never rests on his laurels. I mean, he could he could have played blow by blow and, you know, all those songs that he had, did in the '70s for the rest of his career and had a very good life, but he's been really reinventing himself and, and reinventing the guitar to the point where, like, you know, here I am, 33, going, I, I don't even know where to start <laughs> to try to figure out what he's doing, and, and then there's people from all ages in between. And that's a real, it's a real feather in his cap. So, I mean, as far as guitar playing, you know, like there's good days and bad days for me. And there's days that I feel that, you know, the hands and the brain don't connect. Then there's days and I feel that, that it's on. Um, I think it's gotten more refined as I've gotten older. I think it's slown up a bit and, 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 you know, slowed down. And, uh, you know, to me, it's, uh, you know, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that, you know,
1: Yeah, and of course you vary. You know, with the albums, there's there's a lot of variety. Um, Although you're mainly categorized as a, um, you know, as a blues rock player. I mean, there's a lot more in your music, isn't there? Really, I think that keeps must keep it fresh for you. Well,
2: it's also, you know, about keeping it fresh for the listener. You know, the the listener has to enjoy the record from start to finish. And if you make a record of very same sounding stuff. You know, it's slow, and then just playing slow, medium, and fast, and, you know, changing the words. Um, I think people tend to listen to your record once and throw it away.
1: We can't let you go, Joe, this morning without um, talking about this new collaboration with Glenn Hughes. Yeah. Um, now, that's something quite out of the blue, really, when I heard about this. Uh, has the band got a name yet? The band has a name. has actually a two name.
0: Ah,
2: but I can't tell you what the two names are until, until we have this thing, until the U.S. Trademark Office tells, tells me I can.
1: Ah, right. So it's got to be cleared, really, hasn't it? It's yeah. a, Musically, this is quite fascinating. How did this um, arrangement come about? I mean, how did you get involved in the first place?
2: I've known Glenn for about three years, I've known Jason for five. Yeah. Um, he played on a record called You and Me. And um, basically, that was the start of it. And, um, and Derek Sharini, I've known for about a year. Right, and he's a friend of Kevin Shirley's, and we all kind of swish this around, and it seemed to make sense. And it, it for me, it, it, it's it's such a departure for for my day job that I have a blast
1: doing. It. Talking about the um, uh, keeping things fresh for yourself is that one of the reasons? Does this allow you to do um, something you can't really do in the solo job, Joe? You know. Well,
2: it's a bit more rock. I mean, yeah. certainly more rock. And, you know, I don't do the heavy lifting on the vocal. You know, I sing some, I sing two songs on the album, and I sing some harmony bits. But, but I don't do the heavy lifting, and that's Glenn's area of expertise. All I get to do is just play my last ball in solo. Yes. And it was great. You know, it was, it was less pressure because it kind of got, the sandbags kind of got spread around throughout the members. And it was a lot, it was a, it, it, it was a lot of fun. In the sense that it, it, it was very liberating because I just I, I was just to plug it into a couple of Marshall's and and play rock guitar and that was my job.
1: Yes, you probably felt perhaps there was, there's not so much pressure on because I suppose when you go out with you, yeah, you know, I know you do go out with a band, but it's very much the spotlight's on you, isn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah. So, so that must be great. And and is it allowing you to play more rocky stuff? Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I
2: mean, like. You probably wouldn't recognize some of my playing on the record. I mean, ah. it's, it's if you're going. Wow, that's you know not what I expected him to do. Well,
1: but, this sounds exciting. I mean, is, yeah. people are bound to compare it now with Chickenfoot, aren't they? Even if they and haven't heard it.
2: Vultures and every other super band. Again, like my whole thing is with 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 the band is nobody wants to listen to a band. I don't care who's in it. Who's made a bad record? Yeah. So, gotta concentrate on making a, a good record first, and then and then. The hype machine will will kind of either like it or dislike it, or and and it's you know to me it's like really we did it kind of under the radar, which was great, and I, I prefer to do it that way.
1: Yes, I mean. yes, but I think the thing about Chickenfoot, it has surprised people because it does seem to be a more lasting arrangement, and it'd be great if this arrangement, you know, it, so many super groups seem, you know, for, for obvious reasons, Joe, you know, the ego element, not least. They seem to fizzle out after the first album, don't they?
2: Well, I mean, it's that ego. More, it, it, I, I equate it to if you were to try to merge, like Virgin Airlines with British Airways, with with BMI and EasyJet. Mm. Okay, and get everybody in the room. They're all they're all friends, and then go. Okay, we're going to merge these businesses Together, together. and then. And then we'll just let the lawyers sort it out. Don't you think it would be, like, massively diffi- difficult?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yes.
2: And that's inherently what the problem is with the supergroup. Everybody has commitments to their own thing, and they also have expenses that go along with that, you know? Mm. So it's like, you know, I can't completely abandon my band guys that have been with me five years because, you know, they're my guys, they're my family. So, you know, I have to keep playing on my own to support not only them but myself and, and again it just it just be you know it, it's just complicated to get everybody's schedule on the same page and 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 it's also very complicated to 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 basically you know merge all these different factions you
1: know? yes yeah, yeah i mean it sounds once you've overcome the hurdle of the name i mean that'll be a big yeah
2: we're we're happy with the name and we're happy with that you know got you know getting a website together and, you know, it's like you know, it's like it's like starting over. It's like really exciting stuff. You it's, know, it's
1: great, isn't it? has been up good.
2: for ten years, so it's like I don't remember like this you know, picking out pictures.